Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're in chapter 16, looking at verse 25, read from today's New International Version. Paul and Silas are cast into prison and they put in the inner part of the prison and like a dungeon. And a guard is told to keep, you know, close watch over them. And the commentary says, lest among their numerous friends, a rescue should be attempted because they perceived that they were uncommon men possessed of a strange power with which they exerted the casting out of the evil spirit which might come to their knowledge by some means or other. So they're thinking they have, uh, it wasn't godly means. They're thinking that because these are pagans that, you know, maybe they had the same kind of magic that, you know, they already have observed in this girl that they cast the spirit out of. But let me continue. And also that they might look upon them to be sort of magicians and therefore were to be closely watched that they did not make use of their art to deliver themselves. So let's listen to Acts chapter 16, verse 25. So remember, Paul and Silas are in prison. So let's listen to uh, 16, verse 25. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Again, that's Acts chapter 16, verse 25, read from today's new international version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 16, verse 25, read from today's New International Version. Paul and Silas have been thrown in prison for casting out a demon spirit that was in a young girl. And when they cast that spirit out, the uh, prospect of making money from this young girl ceased. It was no more. And of course, the men who was were using her unfortunate situation for their advantage uh, were angry. And they brought Paul and Silas before the magistrate and they the magistrate had them uh, beaten and then thrown in prison. And the guard was given strict rule to watch them. And the commentary says, lest, lest among their numerous friends, a rescue should be attempted because they perceived that they were uncommon men possessed of a strange power, which they had exerted in casting out the evil spirit. Uh, and that they might look upon it, at, they looked upon them as sort of magicians, like uh, maybe they're working in cahoots with this. We, we don't know. And therefore, they were closely watched that they did not make use of their art to deliver themselves. 
They don't know that our God is mighty and they don't need uh, any magic to uh, for God to release them, which we'll find out later. But let's read this part. So let me go ahead and share what the commentaries had to say. At midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. Though they were arrested, beaten, and imprisoned for doing good, Paul and Silas were filled with joy and sang praises to God. Literally, praying were singing praises. That is, while in, engaged in pouring out their hearts in prayer, they, also, they broke forth into singing and were singing loud with joy. They were singing hymns of the, of the, uh, of the church. As the word here employed is that used to denote the Pascal hymn sung by our Lord and his disciples after their last Passover, which was in um, Matthew chapter 26, verse 30, and which we know to have consisted of Psalm, Psalms number 113, uh, 1 through 118, 29. And these psalms, these hymns, were chanted at that festival of the Passover. And it, was, it is probable that that portion of the psalms, which is so rich in such matter, which our joyous, joyous sufferers chanted. And uh, it says no other psalm, no, nothing else could be more seasonable and inspiring to them than these very six psalms which every devout Jew would no, no doubt know by heart. And Job chapter 35 verse 10 says, He giveth songs in the night. And we thank God for that, especially when we are restless and our minds won't, you know, we're just thinking about the cares of the day and just can't relax. He gives us those songs in the night season and we thank Him for that. Though their bodies were still bleeding and tortured in the stocks, their spirits, under the expulsive power of a new affection, rose above suffering and made the prison walls resonate with their song. And then uh, continuing this, and then I'm going to look, we're going to look at Psalm 113, verse 1 through 118 verse 29 but we're not going to read them all just want to kind of highlight what made them sing for joy but let me go ahead and finish here as they were singing the prisoners were listening they were not asleep but wide awake and captivated in wonder at what they heard and all of this is by Jameson Fawcett and Brown commentaries commentary it seemed as if nothing would make them stop praising God and what a strange sound that was for the other prisoners. Prayers and praises unto God at midnight in the midst of a brutal prison. Those prison walls probably had never heard such a sound. They probably were used to, used to hearing cursing and crying. But instead they were hearing praying and praising. A, tr a true um, ministry... I, well, I said jailhouse jam, but we're going to get the jailhouse rock later. But let me share some of uh, the psalms that they may have been uh, singing. Psalm 113 verse 1 says, Who is like our God, 
Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. And then for, uh, Psalm one fourteen says, um, "The sea looked up and fled. Jordan turned back." Uh, let's see. One fifteen says, "Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to but to your name we give glory." And then Psalm 116, and I'm just giving you just a, a highlight, like a gist of them. And this is one. It says, I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my plea for mercy. Thank you, God, because he inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I will call on him as long as I live. And you can just imagine them singing this while they're in bondage. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the songs in the night that you send us, as Job says. We thank you that while Paul and Paul and Silas were in prison, they were singing to you words like, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And that's Psalm 118, verse 1. And let Israel say, His steadfast love endures forever. And God, we say that. Your steadfast love endures forever. And we thank you, God, that even in in our night seasons, even when we're in distress, even when we're in despair, we can look at your word. We can read your word. And God, you said to hide your word in our hearts. Just like Paul and Silas knew these, they just knew these hymns. God, we thank you that we may not know them, but we can open our Bibles and find them. Because in Psalm 117, it says, Praise the Lord, all nations. Extol him, all people. For great is his steadfast love for, toward us. And the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. And God, we thank you. We thank you for the promises that we feel that these uh, these men of God were, were uh, praying and praising, even in a dark place. We thank you that even in our dark places, you are there and you hear us and you do listen. We thank you, Father, and we bless your name. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.